Hello and welcome to Firefighters from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Stand by all stations. Attention, all districts, a fire alarm fire. Five bells will win immediately. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. Firefighters. Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the Demon of Fire! In just a moment, we'll join Chief Cody and rookie fireman Tim Collins in the control cockpit of a giant airliner winging its way through the dark night far above the ground. They know it's only a matter of time now before the fire in the baggage compartment breaks into the passenger area. But until a moment ago, it looked like their pilot, Captain Lorenzo, had found a small airport off the beaten path in which he could safely set the big ship down before the passengers were fully aware of the danger they faced. Then, when every calculation said they were above their destination, a puzzling situation developed. What that was, we'll see right after this message you'll want to hear. Let's go, firefighters. Let's join Chief Cody and Fireman Tim Collins aboard the airliner droning on through the night with that faint menacing curl of smoke still coming from the baggage compartment. They're now directly over what Captain Lorenzo swears is a small airport used in hauling freight for a nearby mill town. Why then no sign of lights below? Well, to attract attention, the pilot decides to buzz the field. Not once, but twice, the plane swings in low, and the two firemen hold their breath, even while admiring his skill. For on one side loom the mountains, and on the other, a few moving headlights indicate the highway with its high tension wires alongside it. And then... Well, I've buzzed that field twice and still no signs of life, Chief Cody. If they don't know we're in trouble now, they never will. Uh, yet there must be somebody down there, Captain. Oh. You said you caught a glimpse of that light in one of the buildings, didn't you, Chief? I'm sure of it, Tim. There's somebody at that airfield, no doubt about it. How much more time before that fire and back really breaks loose, Chief? Twenty minutes? It's hard to say, son, but less than that, I'd estimate. Oh, too bad. If we're going to set this ship down, this has to be the place. We'll buzz them once more. Oh, that won't help, Captain. They must have heard us before. Then why the dickens don't they get out there and turn those landing lights on? They think I can land in pitch black? You're sure this field has lights, Captain? Of course, sir. But I don't see how we can contact them. How about a parachute, Captain? You got such a thing? Yes. But who'd handle the plane with my co-pilot knocked out by those CO2 extinguishers? I wasn't thinking of your bunker, Captain. Well, you're not thinking of the duty. Well, why not, Chief? I could bail out... Now, listen to him, would you? His first plane trip, too. Well, you've got what it takes, Collins, but well, I... The point is, someone's got to get to whoever's at that field and get those landing lights on while there's still hope. But to hit the silk in the dark over territory you don't know... I'll take my chance. The life of every person in this plane depends on your making a landing in time. Mighty soon. And if either of you can think of a better way, let's have... Captain Lorenzo looks at Chief Cody, and for a moment, neither man says a word. Then the chief nods his head briefly. 
A moment later, Tim is being strapped into the harness under the watchful eye of the pilot, whose instructions are brief and to the point. Then, as Chief Cody is about to open the door from the control cockpit, he stops and says, Oh, I just remembered. We've got another problem. We've got to keep those passengers out there from being rattled when they see you, Tim. You better leave them to me. Oh, gladly, Chief. I've got plenty on my mind without that. Oh, I'd appreciate it if you check the fire once more, Chief, and then report back here to me. Good luck, Collins. Thanks, Captain. All right, let's roll, Chief. All right. startled, folks. This fellow with the parachute, he, uh, he didn't pay his fare. We gotta drop him off. But, uh, seriously, folks, the situation is this. We've had a little trouble in the baggage compartment. Well, our pilot's got us right above the nicest emergency landing field you could ask for. The only trouble is somebody's asleep down there, and we've gotta wake him up, get the landing lights on. Now, Tim here's volunteered to do that job. We'll be on the ground and out of this now before you know. Just you keep as calm as you've been up till now, and we'll get out of this all right. Uh, come on back, Tim. Yes, sir. Let's get that door open and get this over. Well, we'll get it ready and then stand by. Yes, sir. The captain will flash that signal up there when he wants you to bail out. I don't know, but what I'd rather be facing a five-alarm fire than just stepping out into space, Chief. Don't blame me a bit. The point is you're doing it, son. Uh-oh. There's your signal. Yes, sir. We're in position. Oh, good. Now, let me give you a hand with that door, Chief. All right. Here she comes. Yeah. Well... I'll see you soon, James. Absolutely, son. God bless you. Happy landing. One step out, and Tim tumbles into space. Down he goes, each second seeming like an hour. Then, the yank at the ripcord and the sudden jerk of the opening chute. Gradually, the drone of the plane fades, and Tim floats down to the silent space. And then... Oh. 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 I made it. I made it. Oh, no trees, no river. No high-tension wires, just a nice mess of bushes. I must have twisted my ankle. Well, it's funny how you don't notice it until a second later. Well, now if I can get out of this harness, fight my way out of here. Ah, lucky there's no wind. I might have been dragged. Oh, boy, what a pilot. Yeah, I can see a light from the building in the distance. Must be on the edge of the clearing. There's the airfield. All right, get going, Collins. Get going. Free of the chute, Tim pushes his way through the bushes toward the field. Once there, he limps quickly toward the lighted building, surprised to discover the great hangar itself is dark. The light, oddly enough, is coming from a small tumble-down <laughs> Will you? It's a matter of life and death. Uh, hold your horses, young fella. I was on the Well, phone. I can't help that, sir. Somewhere above this field, there's a plane. There's a fire in a baggage compartment. Oh, so that's why he came swooping down here out of the dark, scaring the daylights out of me. Well, if you heard him buzz the field, why didn't you do something? Now, look, mister, I'm only one person. I'm not as spry as I used to be. Old man Ransom, they call My me. My name's Collins. You mean to say you're the only person on this field right now? Yep. Hey, you got kind of scratched up, didn't you? I parachuted out of the plane, landed in the underbrush. Well, I'll be darned. You must be in a bad fix up there, eh? I told you that, sir. You and I have got to do something fast. Well, I've already done it. Called the fire department when I thought that plane was going to crash. Figured nobody'd take a chance coming so low unless there was trouble. Oh, well, I guess you did do what you could, but 
Well, then I'd be the first to say call the fire department, Mr. Ransom. Mm, sure. They'll need them if they crash land here. Uh, you and I are going to see that they don't, sir. We're going to bring them in safely. Well, how? I'm the watchman here, Collins, and I know this field. Oh, swell. Uh, now, is the runway long enough for an airliner like that well, one? Of course it is. They use big ships to cart freight to and from the mill, young fella. Oh, fine. It's in good condition. Perfect. But uh, uh, there, there can't be any buts about this, sir. We've got to get out there and get those landing lights on. Yeah, you hear that? Yep. Seems to be circling back. I wish we could help. Well, why can't we? Well, it's kind of a long story. Well, sir, we've got no time for it then. My friends are up there, and I know how desperate the situation is for them. But Tim is mistaken. He doesn't know. For at this moment, Chief Cody has returned to the control cockpit, his mouth grim as he meets the anxious eyes of the pilot. You check the fire again, Chief. Bad news, huh? Looks that way, Captain Lorenzo. Afraid I overestimated the time left to us. It's working its way out of the compartment now. May break through in a matter of minutes. What about the passengers? Panic? Not yet, but any minute now, the smoke will be letting them in on just how serious things are. Well, it's up to your friend Tim Collins now. No sign of landing lights yet. I know. Nothing but a big black patch underneath us. And trouble on either side. Oh, hang the mountains and the high-tension wires, Chief. They don't worry me. That is, with some lights to mark the field, they don't. Well, let's keep hoping. Tim will get through if it's humanly possible. Maybe any second that field is going to light up like a birthday cake. Tim will find someone to throw that switch for us. Now, look. You say the switch is in the hangar, Mr. Ransom. Yep. If you won't come with me, I'll go alone. Now, if you just calm down a minute, Collins, maybe I could make you understand throwing that switch won't give you no light. I don't know much about airports, sir. Firefighting's my business. But I can see this field is ringed with poles, electric light poles. That's right. When the mill was running full blast, they used to have a thriving business here some nights. Used to? What do you mean? Well, the mill's gone out of business. This little airport seized operations two days ago. I've been trying to tell you. Okay, but how does that stop us from throwing the switch on the landing lights? It doesn't. Only you won't get no lights on. Not with empty sockets. No. You mean there's, there's, there's no bulbs or whatever they use? They sure do. They carted every bit of equipment away yesterday. Ain't a pilot alive who could land on this here dead dark field tonight. And they ain't got flares nor nothing. Not so much as a candle to light them in. Tim stands in the doorway of the shack, staring at the old man with a dazed expression. Have his efforts been in vain? How much longer does his old friend Chief Cody and the passengers circling the field above him have? Is there some way, still some method, by which the great plane can be brought down in time? For Tim's answer to this, be sure to listen to the next exciting episode of The Firefighters! In just a moment, Chief Cody will be back to tell you boys and girls how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, an important message for you. And now Chief Bob Cody with a special message for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. Last time you may recall, I asked you to check the mortar and bricks in your chimneys to make sure there was no danger of fire in your home. Now let's carry that one step farther so that it includes stoves. If you find any stovepipes that pass through attic, closets, or storerooms, call it to your parents' attention. Tell them that creates a danger in those spots, and stovepipes should be eliminated from them. Well, that does it for now. Till next time, this is Chief Cody saying, so long. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman, Tim Collins, will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's go!
Fighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.